Welcome to Heroes in History. I'm Maddie. And I'm Dreema. And we're here with another episode from your favorite podcast, talking about mythology and history from across the world. Continuing on our Greco-Roman journey today, we'll be talking about the other god you guys picked in the poll we put out. Which, if you're interested, side note, we will be doing more of these on our social media in the future. Also, slight trigger warning for this episode, um, there are a lot of mentions of abduction and a slight mention about rape. Now, this word is used in a different context than sexual assault as it is used today, but I just wanted to warn people. So without further ado, this is episode six, Hades, our dark daddy who art in Underworld. Do we want to start this off with a little... Of course we do. Hang on. Wait for me. Wait for me. Okay. Go. <laughs> oh, that it's was so almost better with two of them. It really is. Uh, grab your refreshments. Yeah. Now, I want to preface this episode Boyo. by saying, when I say I love Hades, it is mostly, I'm not going to lie, because of a lot of adaptations of Hades and because he presides over so many cool areas to me kind of like anubis and egyptian mythology i've always been a fan i never really thought of hell as cool thought of more as hot <laughs> but you know i mean you know to each his own interpretation yeah but this does not by any means mean that he by any way mean that he is a great guy hades like almost all the gods don't laugh at me <laughs> Hades, like almost all the gods except Hestia, has a lot of issues and controversy. I personally think that he, while he has these issues and controversy, he's controversy, controversy, that's the word. I'm going to go with that. Controversial issues? Yeah. I think you're trying to use controversy. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's a terrible word I think you're trying to use controversy, the noun, as a verb. I am. I am. Okay. While he is very controversial. There you go. Um, I personally think that because of the way he is written, especially by, like, Homer and some of these other Greek, like, writers that I've read, that he is not as abusiveness necessarily like downright abusive but he does have a lot of issues knowing when to not cross a fucking line Mm. Mm. just wanted to start there got you got you hades is a special guy he is depicted as a dark bearded dark haired regal god the greeks regal regal the greeks were kind of thirsting for him i'm not gonna lie um aren't we all (laughs) i i'm pretty sure that homer had a thing for hades the way that he was writing him as a villain in some of these and was still like this all-powerful god this strong god and i was like homer are you okay homer is out here writing his own fanfic (laughs) and he doesn't give a fuck if anyone else likes it. <laughs> if anybody is interested, Dreama has read a lot more than I have, but I highly recommend um, reading Homer's 
oh fuck what are they called the homeric hymns the homeric hymns yes i was gonna say homer's poems and i was like that's not it i mean they are poems they are but they're called the homeric hymns the homeric hymns there's the one that i mostly read was for demeter for this but he just they're so funny they're wild i'm telling you go read the hermes one okay i got you I do want to briefly touch on the etymology of his name, because I love that. Um, Sorry, can you repeat that word for me, for the people in the back? The etymology. The um, <laughs> the origin of where a name comes from. So they basically break it apart into little that. bits. I have a big girl vocabulary. Explaining for everyone, so oh, everyone knows. I see, I see. <laughs> Thought you were out here doubting me. But never. <laughs> So it basically means the origin of a name, and they, like, break it apart into where its roots could have come from. So we don't have a lot on where Hades itself itself comes from. It could be from Hado or Cato, meaning the all-embracer or the all-receiver, as, you know, he is basically going to get all of our souls. Um, And... Some say... But what if I ascend to godhood? I mean... You know, take that up with Hades. Okay. Yeah. I will. Yeah. I'll be sure Talk to, to him write that. that on my to-do list. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Convene with Hades about god. All right. Yes. I got it written down. Perfect. So, he also has another name. <laughs> Iodonius, uh, which is just another Greek name for him. Um, and they say that it could be from I, A Idian, literally like A dash. Okay. Idian. Did the, the Greeks god... have dashes? <laughs> I'm sorry, that was not like a genuine question. That was a word vomit question yeah. in my brain. Did the Greeks that use dashes? Out. Sorry, we don't know. Uh, we don't know. <laughs> don't we'll ask us questions. Stop asking us questions. <laughs> um, but. Iodonius means the god, or Iodon means the god who makes invisible, which I think is really interesting because of the helm. He was given when, like, the Cyclopes were making all these weapons for Zeus after he released them during the Titan War. The helm of darkness. Sorry, I cannot speak today. Um, That's okay. The Cyclopes made it for him as they made, like, Zeus and Poseidon, uh, the lightning bolt, and the trident. They made him the helm of darkness, which, when you put it on, makes you invisible. It's just the Harry Potter cloak of invisibility. Yes, Yes. basically. But it's a cool hat. (laughs) I was really trying to figure out whether or not... J.K. Rowling just pulled the Deathly Hollows from Greek mythology for a second. Yeah, and I couldn't. I couldn't add it up. I was thinking Elder Wand, Lightning the Bolt, meme. Right, exactly. I was like Elder Wand, Lightning Bolt. That could work. That could work. Helm of Darkness, Cloak of Invisibility. That worked. But Trident. But the Trident. Yeah. And, no, the, the Trident yeah. and the Stone don't work. Yeah. Um, so he is one of the original gods, one of the big three, like, yes. rulers over big domains. But I yes! always forget this. He is not an Olympian god <laughs> because he does not reside on Mount Olympus. Just for everyone that can't see us. So everyone listening to this. <laughs> as she was in the middle of that sentence, I pointed at her and was getting ready to say it. <laughs> because I always forget. I'm yeah. always like, why isn't he listed under the Olympian gods? He's one of the big guys. He's not an Olympian. Okay, yeah. Technically... This overview is supposed to be only for the Olympian gods, but Hades gets left out of so much, man. 
So, like, technically, Hestia isn't an Olympian god True. right now. But <laughs> we're going to cover the big ones that you typically hear about. Exactly. Like, I would personally like to do uh, an episode on Persephone, but she's not an Olympian god. I don't know. We might get a little... We might go off the beaten we we'll do, like, a conglomerate episode yeah, where we cover a couple of the, of the heavy hitters that yeah. aren't Olympians. Because if we don't... Other than Hestia and Hades. Other than Hestia and Hades. <laughs> because if we don't... On the list, anyways. <laughs> we're never going to uh, move out of Greek mythology. Okay, Hestia was technically, at one point in time, an Olympian. That is Depending. Really, that is fair. On the story. You are right. But, yeah. Um... He is the ruler of the underworld, which is also actually called Hades as well, or yes. Domus Hydo, House of Hades. Um, along with being king Shout of the out underworld, to the POJ, PJO books, POJ, PJO books, PBJ. Technically, <laughs> technically, it's the Heroes of Olympus series, but it's fine. Um, along with being king of the underworld and god of the dead, Hades presides over funeral rites, defends the rites of burial for the dead, so like a timely burial after death, and the hidden wealth of the earth. So like silver, metals, uh, crops. If it's like from the earth and a very valuable resource, he technically can preside over that. And I know that comes especially in as a heavy hitter in his Roman form, Pluto. Mm-hmm. Pluto or Pluton. Yep. Yeah. Um, so Hades' most popular myth is actually the one I'm going to cover first, which is abnormal for me. Um, it oh has boy. to do with the abduction of Persephone. Now, there is a lot to unpack here. Um, this myth is most popularly called the rape of Persephone or the yes. rape of Cora. Um, this is not because she was raped during this myth. The Greeks do not shy away from telling you, sometimes very explicitly, if anything happens sexually. I mean, if you guys have checked out the picture of Priapus on <laughs> our Instagram and Twitter, you know the Greeks do not shy away from giving you all the details. Yeah, they will, they will tell you if something's sexual, assault, consensual, like anything took place, but that's not what happened here. Um, but anyways... The original word here was raptus from a Latin translation from the original Greek. Um, and that means snatched or carried off or just straight kidnapped. So back then, rape didn't mean sexual assault. It meant like kidnapped or being taken. Right. Um, I will probably call this the kidnapping of Persephone or Cora. Yeah, let's uh, avoid it. Just because it doesn't mean the same thing in society today. Yeah. And it's just, it makes it more comfy for me. Yeah, I feel that. Um, now, Persephone, I, I say the kidnapping of Persephone or Cora. Cora, Cor, Corre, there are many ways to say this, but she actually originally was called Cora. K-O-R-E. Um, we touched on this in the last episode a little bit. Uh, with Hestia, which, by the way, we're dummies. If Hestia was being chased by Apollo, Artemis was around. Therefore, <laughs> Hestia was not the original virginal I goddess. I pointed this out when we were listening back to it. To, uh, uh. And that was on my part. That was me that said it. <laughs> yeah. I'm the one that said it. I went, yeah, Hestia getting chased by Apollo. She was definitely the first virginal goddess. <laughs> and I, when I was listening back to that, I immediately texted you and I yeah. went, I can't believe how fucking stupid I am. <laughs> uh, if Apollo's there, Artemis exists. 
I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> Hestia uh, is not the original yeah. virginal goddess. Artemis is also a part of this, like, group. And Cora was also a part of this group. And her name, Cora, actually means maiden. So she was originally part of this, like, uh, group of goddesses who were sworn and devoted to maidenhood. So this starts in a couple of ways. Some retellings have Hades seeing Korra and falling in love, but knowing she wouldn't come with him and leave her mother because her and her mother were very close. He's just not her type. <laughs> but he was dark-haired, regal, strong. Let's be real. He was he was the emo skater boy. Mm -hmm. And she was just really more into, no, like, no, no, no. He's kind. the emo skater boy. She's the bubbly, like, flower princess. He was a skater <laughs> boy. She said, see you later, boy. Anyways, um, I have to do it ironically because we can't unironically say. <laughs> <laughs> so he knew that she wouldn't come with him, so he abducts her. But he knew that she'd come for him. Oh my god! And some say, Zeus, uh, Hades went to Zeus and asked him to set him up <laughs> with a wife, and Zeus offered Cora up. Uh, even in tellings where like, Hades... Shit, that's actually exactly what I had in mind. Thanks, yeah, bro. Yeah. It's like the one good thing you've ever done for me. Well, no, so even in tellings where Hades does first see Persephone, doesn't just go straight to Zeus and ask for a wife. Right. He still goes to Zeus to ask, like, for help, and Zeus still helps him. And almost... No, in every myth that I could find of Persephone's kidnapping... Yeah. Zeus, like foots the bill for this i'm shocked <laughs> he's just like yeah take her i don't need to ask her mother what the fuck do you mean take he's her like, i'm a man she's a woman she's my property uh -huh. you can have her and now she's your property exactly but you're both still my property because i'm king oh don't even get me started on zeus and in involved with persephone <laughs> anyways so in these myths no matter which one you read cora is out in a meadow she's there uh sometimes it's in sicily depending on who you talk to, to sometimes it's in athens um but she's in a meadow it, she's playing with nymphs in most tellings artemis is there she's shooting her bow she's having a good time she's having a good virginal life oh you bet <laughs> they're prancing they're having fun so cora is leaning down to pick some flowers uh, I think in one I read it was specifically Narcissus flowers. Um, and the ground opens up. Just swoop. And Hades, or Idonius, or Pluto, or Pluto, or in the Homeric hymn to Demeter, Polydegmon, host of many. And I shit you not, he has like five to six names in this one hymn. You really just need to stick your hand in a hat and pull a new one out each Honestly, time. Honestly, I could. <laughs> Stop there, I think, and mentioning his new names. Um, they've, they've got so many. But he rolls up in a golden chariot pour, pulled by four immortal black horses from the ground. So he scoops Cora up and whisks her off. So they're not quarter horses? No. no. It's the only type of horse that I know. <laughs> I'm going to Clyde's I'm jail. I'm so confused. I was like, were they quarter horses? Did you read something I didn't? <laughs> okay, no, is, is a Clydesdale a breed of horse? Or is that just what they call the ones? Like, is that just like a dummy name for people that don't know breeds of horses? I know horses be pretty, and I like to ride them, and I grew up with them, but I don't know. Clydesdales are like the Budweiser horses, right? <laughs> like, they have, like, 
I hate that that's the only thing I can think of a Clydesdale from. I have, but they've got like the swoop I have, on the hooves. I have no idea. They have, like hair. I I know Don't what you're. I know what got, you're talking about. Got ankle manes. I know what you're talking about, and I grew up with horses, but I do not know the names for different types of horses. I think that's a Clydesdale. The I'm only gonna, other one I know is a quarter horse. I'm gonna believe you. Okay, I'm so if sorry. If you tell me it's a Clydesdale, I'm gonna say Clydesdale. it's a Clydesdale. I'm gonna say it is sort of. Do it. It's a Clydesdale. So, anyways, uh, he scoops Cora. And no conversation is had with Cora at all. Or Cora. Um, so she screams. She's like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Now, with all these people around her, apparently she wandered off far enough that nobody hears her except two deities, Hecate or Hecate, depending on how you want to say it, who I'm assuming is nearby. She's in her cave and she hears her. She's always nearby. She is. And... Hyperion, or Helios. Uh, I'm not going to go too in-depth on what they preside over. All you need to know is that, you know, uh, my gods, (laughs) Hecate, (laughs) um, was in her cave, and that Helios is the sun. The literal sun, so he sees everything that happens while the sun is out. Yeah, That's all you need to know for now about him. (laughs) He is the watchman of both gods and mortals. So Hades takes her, and they're in the underworld now. Demeter, later realizing her daughter was taken, is overcome by grief. To say that Demeter and Persephone were close is, to put it mildly, Demeter adored her daughter. Yeah. So she disguises herself as, you know, a human. At least not Demeter, the goddess deity she is. Right. And wanders for nine days, not eating or drinking, trying to find any information um, on where Persephone is. On the 10th day, Hecate finds her and tells her that she did hear Cora screaming, but she didn't know who took her. So Hecate and Demeter both go to Helios and ask him if he saw anything, which, of course, he did. He, he sees everything the light touches. He is the all-seeing eye as a god. Okay? What's the quote from The Lion King? Everything the light touches touches will one day be your kingdom. Something like, it's our kingdom. Something like that. I haven't seen The Lion King in a really long time. But that, that is Helios. I want you to know the first time I ever watched The Lion King was when I was like 17 on a bus ride for a Madrigal's choir trip. Are you kidding? I'm not. That took a second to sink in. I'm not. The first time I ever watched The Lion King. Okay, not judging, but a little judging. I told you, I'm uncultured. I didn't have a TV for a lot of my childhood other than, like, DVDs. And most of what was watched in my... Didn't have a DVD of The Lion King? No. We got most of our DVDs from the library. And, like, most of what we watched was sci-fi because my dad was really into fucking sci-fi. Your dad does not strike me as a sci-fi man. Oh, he he fucks with some sci-fi. That's that's how I watched all the alien movies before I was like fifteen. Okay, so <laughs> so many jokes. So so little time. Helios tells her that Hades is the one who has taken her, and that it was actually okayed by Zeus. Now remember earlier when I made a comment about how Homer is thirsting for Hades mm-hmm. multiple times in the Homeric hymns. It is mentioned by multiple people 
I'm talking Helios. I'm talking Zeus. I'm talking... Please tell me he's always described as tall, dark, and handsome. No, but he is described as being a very good husband. He would be a good husband. He would treat her well. He is one of the best that she could have. Multiple times! Wow, I sure love it when a bunch of men tell me that my daughter has been kidnapped uh-huh. but don't worry because she couldn't ask for anyone better to kidnap her exactly he has this big domain he'll treat her right you know aside from the kidnapping and like Sorette being surrounded by ghosties she'll be fine she'll love it well no the underworld has a lot more than just ghosties and ghoulies i, I will know, say but, but it's the majority yeah, of what's the, there they're literally like he's she could do worse. Like, why, why are you having such an issue? She could do worse. It's like, she was fucking kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> Who she's with is not the fucking problem. It's the fact that she was taken against oh, her will. she fucking got there. With no, like, no letter, no asking. But yeah. So Consent. Consent. So Demeter gets pissed off and swears to never set foot on Olympus again and that no fruit or crops will be growing until she sets eyes on her daughter again. Zeus hears of this and starts freaking out. He's like, oh, fuck, I didn't plan this very well. So he sends Hermes, the messenger of the gods, to tell Hades that he has to let Persephone come home. Her name is Persephone now, from what I could find, because... When she married, became the wife, I guess, I don't know know if I'd say married, but became the wife of Hades, uh, she's now referred to in most things as Persephone. And funnily enough, uh, Persephone means she who brings doom or the chaos bringer, which is so powerful. I fucking love that. (laughs) It's like, holy shit, that's powerful. don't know if you gave a description of what she's the goddess of. I did not, because this is not a Persephone episode. I feel like at this moment, though, it would be a good little thing to add in, because I feel like it would make it really funny. Persephone is the goddess of springtime and flowers. She was the daughter of Demeter, who's goddess of the harvest. But it's so good! And so she's, like, she's this little, like, flowery, bubbly, like, springtime of flowers. She's picking these flowers with her nymphs. And then her name means chaos bringer. Yes. Like, that is so powerful, and I love it. they're really out here saying that Persephone couldn't have asked for a better husband, but I think that Hades couldn't have asked for a better wife. Honestly. Well, it... uh... I'll get into this more later. Okay. So I do the same thing. I can't actually laugh yeah. at you. I uh, my brain is like everywhere today. So I I have I feel that I've taken in so much Greek mythology. Like I've gone on a Greek mythology rabbit hole the past couple of months, and yeah. there's so much up here that just wants to come out that I know we do not have the time for. Yeah. Um, so I'm just trying to rein some Tell of it in. you know how much it hurts me that we have to do just an overview of Greek mythology? Yes. I would love to... N- nope. Not even going to get into it because then I'm going to have a 10-minute tirade. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a word. Real world. Real <laughs> word. I think that's just a word that my grandmother used to use. Tirade? I'm going to have a 10-minute tangent. Yeah. I think tirade's a word. If it's not, then my family used it too. Fuck. <laughs> homework for the listeners is tirade a word or is it just our like backwoods bumpkin tongue coming out that'll do or that'll do 
Zeus <laughs> Zeus hears of this and sends Hermes to tell Hades that he has let Persephone come home. As the lands are dying, mortals are getting a little worried, like the gods are getting worried, because Demeter is so sad and pissed off about her daughter. So Hades tells Persephone. Now, keep in mind, Persephone is not living the life either. She's very upset and missing her mother, too. Mm -hmm. We don't get any descriptions on how she feels about Hades in particular, other than, you know, kidnapping her. But she is missing her mother. So Hades tells Persephone immediately to leave and go back. Um, and that, once again, he will be a good husband and stand by her and treat her well, and that she is queen and this is her domain, and should anyone go against her or not listen to her, they will be punished. And that she is, you know, a ruler of this realm. Damn, he's really, like, he's laying it on. husband yeah. of the century. Yeah, other than the kidnapping. Other than the kidnapping. <laughs> but, you know. We don't condone kidnapping your wives, Please don't do that. Yeah, and also the little um the little tidbit of before she leaves, he slips Oh yeah. Yeah. He slips a pomegranate seed somehow to her. Um and she, she, that kind of ensures that she has to come back at some point. Underworld rules. Basically, if you eat any food of the realm, you are tied to it in a certain way. Um so she goes back up um, she gets to Demeter. Demeter sees her. She's reunited. It's all good. It's all fun. And then Demeter goes, fuck, something feels off. And it comes out. Depends on how you want to, which one you're looking at, but it comes out. Yo, bitch, what did you do while you were uh, down there? That she has ingested some of the food of the underworld, and therefore Zeus rules that she has to spend one third of the year in the underworld, and two thirds of the year she can spend above world with her mother. And that's what gives us the changing of the seasons, basically. So spring and summer, when it's you know, happier and lighter uh, is when Demeter and Persephone are together. And then when it goes into like fall and winter and the seasons start changing, that's when she begins her descent into the underworld. Demeter canonically has the first ever recorded case of seasonal depression. <laughs> yeah, kind of. So next time your seasonal depression hits... Don't pray to Demeter because she's not going to fucking help you. Yeah, she's no, telling she, you she's also sad, She's girl. in it too, man. Um, so moving on a little bit from that, Hades' sacred plants. We'll go back to, you know, the, the typical, get to know him a little bit more. They are white poplar, mint, and asphodel. So white poplar is a myth of him and a nymph named Lucy. It's... Side note, this is going to be awful of me, of all people. Well, not of all people, I guess, but of the two of us, at least. But I didn't know that asphodel was a plant. Yeah. Yeah. It, Considering the, the, the... Yeah. The, yeah, I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll get to what we're talking about in yeah. a minute. Um, but so he and a nymph named Lucy, a daughter of Oceanus, Hades was in love with her. As horrible as this going to sound, it's kind of a tame myth myth when we've already talked about zeus hades abducts lucy still fucked not gonna lighten that still fucked and brought her to the underworld where all i could find i shit you not was that she lived out her days until she died and hades turned her into a white poplar and then placed the flowers in the elysian fields which are is like 
one of the three realms of the underworld. The heaven of the yeah, underworld. It's the afterlife of heroes and people with really good qualities. The heaven of Greek it's mythology. Good place. Yeah, it's the good place. The actual good place. Yeah, if you've never seen that show, I don't know what to tell you. It's pretty self-explanatory. Um, Some do say that her and Persephone were down there hanging at the same time, but a lot also say that she predated Persephone because we have no records of interactions with them, and Persephone would probably have lit her shit on fire. Yes, unless she was, like, really fucking nice and just, you know, a, a buddy to her, I guess. But oh, we yeah, have... the chaos bringer is chill with yeah. the other woman. I don't know. It, do- it doesn't seem like it makes sense for her to be there at the same time as Persephone. Yeah, no, I agree. Especially involving the next myth. Myth. Good gods. I cannot speak. Neither can I. Um, so our next myth also involves a nymph named Minthi. Uh, she was a concubine of Hades, who was actually also said to be a nymph of the underworld river Cocytus. Um, now, how this all plays out, once again, berries. <laughs> I'm going to say that so many times. Wait, something in Greek mythology has more than one canonical storyline? I just feel so bad saying something and then being like, this is how it is, when I know for a fucking fact that I read three other versions of it. Um, this is why we put the disclaimer, you get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. (laughs) There are variations. We're trying. I'm trying to include as much as I can. But, um, once again, could have been at the same time of Hades and Persephone. Most likely what happened was she was the concubine of Hades before he went and asked for a wife. Um, then... I can't remember exactly where I saw this because I can't find it in a primary source, but some say that Minthi wasn't a fan of the underworld. She didn't like it. So for whatever reason, whether it's that... Weird thing for a nymph of the other underworld to not like. She, honestly, based on her personality, I would not be surprised. She She thought it was beneath her. Yes. As I say, I always thought she was a bitch. Kind of. Um, So depending on... What myth? Hades takes her away, whether it's above ground or to a different area. He stops seeing her, basically, because, you know, he's got other things going on. Right, right. So she is either above ground being happier and, you know, doing her thing, or she's, you know, just away from Hades. Now, Minthi starts hearing about how Hades went and got Persephone, and she starts going Oh, she's like, that's my man. Yeah, she's like... Kind of goes stalker? No, she goes bitchy. She goes, Persephone's not beautiful enough to keep him. Just as a PSA, this is not woman-hating. Absolutely not. just... If you're a bitch, you're a bitch. Asshole-hating. Yeah. Yeah, it, I'm, it's like non-gendered. If, yeah, if, if you're, you're a, a bitch, you're a bitch. <laughs> if you're crazy, you're crazy. Yeah, like, Zeus is a bitch. Zeus is a bitch. <laughs> But, anyways, so, she starts going off about how Persephone isn't pretty enough to keep Idonius, how he's going to come crawling back to her and kick Persephone out, and how she's this dark-haired beauty. Keep it, is this after Zeus, or, is this after Hades has just promised Persephone all of this stuff about how if anyone ever comes for you, Uh I'll annihilate their Uh existence? Yes. Oh, great. Yes. Just wanted to be sure. Here's the fun part. He didn't need to. 
Um, because our chaos bringer over here, she goes um off like this. So Minthy goes off like this, and our little chaos bringer tramples her underfoot. In an exact quote <laughs> um, from Geographico by Strabo, it was written somewhere in the 18th or 19th CE, uh, and turns her into a mint plant. So I don't know if she comes up here and just like kicks her ass or like runs over her with some horses. Or she brings the black quarter horse and uh-huh. Clydesdale horses. Uh-huh. And tramples her. Some myths do actually have Demeter being the one to do this, but they're later. They're they're written later. And I it doesn't feel like a Demeter thing. I mean, no, it does, but it doesn't. I'm personally going to believe that Persephone got personally did it. Yeah, got pissed off and went, "Bitch, what? Excuse me?" Because to me, if somebody's going off about how like Hades is going to leave Persephone, Demeter would probably be like, "Yes, please, gods, please exactly. do it." <laughs> and, yeah, like that. Persephone feels- would be like, "Look, I may not have asked for this, but you'll be damned if you're yeah. going to talk about me like oh, that." You're damn right. Um, so. Asphodel, final one. It comes from the Asphodel Meadows, like you were kind of mentioning earlier. Yeah, yeah, I was trying um, to trying not to talk about the fields yeah. of Asphodel, but you're good. We're kind it, of. It's the fields of Asphodel or the Asphodel Meadows, and it's one of the other three regions of the underworld. So you've got Tartarus, which is like for your big baddies. Yes, you've which got. We've talked about. We've talked about. You've got um, the Elysian Fields, which is for your heroes and your people of like virtuous qualities, and you've got the Asphodel Meadows, which is literally just a. A kind of neutral plane of purgatory. Yeah, of meadows that you can just wander in and you're just chilling. Yeah, it's the middle place. It's for ordinary souls to go after they die. Um, Hades' only sacred animal is a screech owl, which is looked at as to be a bird of ill omen. Yeah. It's a really loud owl. He really got the short end of the stick. He really fucking did. So many ways. So many. Um, in some tellings. The only way that Hades did not get the short end of the fucking stick is Persephone. And Zeus still tried to take that from him. That's true. So many times. Another reason I want to cover Persephone. Just trust me. (laughs) In some tellings of the Persephone abduction myth, um, you remember me saying that it comes out that she ate the pomegranate seeds. Right. In some tellings, it is actually not her who admits it. It is Ascalopus. Um, a daemon or spirit of Hades, who is also an orchid, orchardist. I cannot say that correctly, no matter how many times I try. Okay. But it's basically someone who manages orchards. You know, like the orchards of pomegranate trees that Hades would have. <laughs> um, He's like, hey, wait a minute. She didn't pay for that. She didn't pay for that. <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, I'm going to need you to step back inside so I can in- yeah. so I can investigate your stomach. Yeah, because, like, there's some there's some of my seeds in there. Those are mine. Those are my pomegranates. I, I know they're technically not, but I'm in charge of those, <laughs> and you, you did not check them out properly. <laughs> <laughs> and so Demeter, when this comes out, she is pissed. She's like, you could have fucking not said anything. But... In her anger, she buries him under rocks in a later... Yeah, buries him under rocks. In a later myth, Heracles releases him. And when Demeter finds out, she turns him into a screechy now. And that's why he's attributed with Hades. Yeah. The gods be fucking wild. I'm not gonna lie, it's not often where I hear something new in Greek mythology. And that's that's new? That's new. Yeah. That's new. I gotcha. 
Yeah. Yeah. That That's definitely a new one. <laughs> Hades and a screechy now. Yeah. Not bad. That's all we've got for Hades. Join us for the next episode, continuing on our Greco-Roman journey. Please don't forget to leave us a rating and review. It only takes a few minutes, and it actually helps a lot for us getting out there to other listeners. And we love hearing what you all think. We also have social media. Feel free to follow us on Instagram at Heroes in History Pod or on Twitter at Hero History Pod. The true listeners know why. <laughs> we do posts for every episode. We do a lot of specialty content. Well, I don't want to say a lot. We do specialty content. We want to do more. We want to do more at uh, different times. And you know what? Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. And don't piss off or be abducted by any gods. 